How do we teach children the truth of creation? You are listening to Creation Talk, a creation.com podcast, proclaiming the truth to honor the Creator while providing credible answers. Hi, I'm Keaton Halley, and today my guest is Aaron Hughes. Welcome, Aaron. Hey, Keaton. The subject, as mentioned, of our show today is reaching children with biblical creation. Right. Many people might think of Creation Ministries as an organization that primarily focuses on, you know, maybe sort of technical content since we deal with the creation and evolution controversy. Right. And we do minister to a lot of adults. We, we produce technical resources. But our, our children are, are just as important. For sure. To reach. I guess I'm in the hot seat today because I've got four kids. <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah. Uh, and I've also worked with writing the children's section of Creation Magazine for a few years with Lita Costner, and that was a, a real treat. But I don't know if you know this, I was brought to an understanding of Creation Apologetics from a friend who got saved, got plugged into Creation Apologetics, and I was not with him, so I was not there. Mm. So it actually became like a dividing point in our, in our relationship. How, how old are you then? I was just out of college, just starting. I was just married, just out of college, so mm-hmm. I was in my early 20s. Hadn't had any children yet, and I kind of just kept pushing them away and pushing them away. Not that I was an uh, ardent evolutionist, right, yeah. or but you know, I had that worldview that evolution was always taught to me, and that's just what I believed, and what he was saying was totally contrary to what I ever believed or was taught. Right. Long story short, how my friend got the message through to me was after we had our first child, he would give us books and DVDs about creation mm. or I think tapes at that point. <laughs> so he would give us these uh, children's resources and my wife started watching it and she was into it and I caught myself watching it mm. on television and saying, hey, you know, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, when it talked about things like a global flood and fossilization. And so I really have a heart for teaching children the truths about creation because it really united my family and brought me to Christ, mm. basically. Yeah. Well, praise God. Yeah. And of course, it's it's really harder oftentimes to, to make that transformation in an adult's life. So how much better to reach our young people yeah. um, when they're so malleable and their brains are soaking up the yeah. information all the time. Yeah. Um, what would you say is the main reason that we should focus on teaching children and teens uh, biblical creation? Right. Well, because the gospel starts in Genesis. Mm. I know we, we talk about that a lot here at the ministry, but it really is true. So where we come from, what happened in the early stages of creation, really give us a better understanding of what Jesus Christ came to do and, and what we look forward to in future hope. Mm. So it's kind of hard to to educate a child in Christianity without teaching biblical truths Mm -hmm. in Genesis. Because some of the most asked questions that we get when we're talking to kids are, you know, who made God? Mm -hmm. That's a hard question. Yeah, many adults have the same same question. Right, but if you fail to answer that, and that's a creation question. Mm -hmm. If God is the creator, well, then who created God? I've had many young uh, children actually ask me that very question. Right. And it's hard. And, you know, if parents aren't equipped to answer that, if they just say, well, you know, I don't know. And they're like, well, why do I want to follow your God? Yeah. You know, as they get older. So one way to answer that would be saying, okay, God is eternal. That means he's always been and always will be. Yeah. And we believe in a risen Lord Jesus Christ. And if we believe in him and we receive his salvation, we're going to live for eternity. So there's a difference between God being eternal he doesn't have a beginning. Yeah. 
He's always been. And then that idea of salvation and being with God for eternity. So it's an important distinction. And it's a little heavy for little kids. Sure. But they are going to ask that, so we need to be prepared to tell them that God doesn't have a beginning. And if people want more on that, there's articles on our website. If they just type into the search engine, Who Made God, they can find a more in-depth answer and then help to simplify that for their children. Yeah. So I heard you saying, you know, basically on the one hand, we've got Genesis is important to teach to our kids because it's so foundational to our faith. Right. And kind of the flip side of that, I present that same message in, in many of my talks for CMI. But the, the other side of it is that we also see kids when they grow up in the church, oftentimes they end up walking away from the faith because they think that, that the church doesn't provide yeah. the answers. Yeah, unfortunately. And so my kids are what they call Gen Zers. Mm-hmm. I'm a Gen Xer. That's the one after the millennials. Yes, uh, the after yeah. millennials. So they're, they're the kids that are growing up in the here and now. Yeah. And Barna Research came out with a recent poll that says over 50%, actually 53%, of church-going kids, so these are kids, these are my kids, that are going to church seem to reject church because they think the church rejects what science teaches about Mm -hmm. the world. Yeah. You know, I teach uh, Sunday school in my own church the the weeks that I'm home. uh, It's the high school age, and I recently had that group say to me, I I was surprised because most of them are, are sincere believers, right. but I asked them about how science and the Bible relate, and they, their reaction was that, oh, they don't go together. Right, <laughs> right. And that's because I think parents, and I'm not condemning anybody, mm-hmm. but parents have failed to give their children a, a proper understanding of what science is. So that's a big part, because our kids, when they turn on the TV or they're watching you know, PBS or whatever cartoons they're watching, they are constantly filtering information that's coming at them from an evolutionary worldview or an evolutionary perspective. So you've got kids growing up in a Christian household that are constantly getting bombarded with these ideas about evolution. So what we need to do is seize every opportunity to teach our kids these truths about creation. Mm -hmm. So, because I don't want to see my kids become that statistic. Yeah. You know, I actually, although I grew up in the church, I had many questions as a young person in my high school years. I asked questions about dinosaurs and things. Yep. And uh, wondered how they fit with what the Bible says in Genesis, that God created everything in six days. You know, I prayed for wisdom and I kept my eyes out. I I heard a creation speaker who came to my area back towards the end of high school. And he helped to really solidify my own faith. And I I wonder if I might have been one of those statistics had I not learned some of those answers. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's why we, when you know, I work in the events department booking ministry for you guys, Mm -hmm. I always encourage the the pastors, you know, have the kids in for the presentation because Mm -hmm. they're going to, you know, kids have questions a lot of times they don't even ask. And I think we've done a good job at, you know, hitting those hot topics to say, yeah, here's an answer for fossilization or this or that. Mm -hmm. And uh, kids are going to get switched on. Super important. And we'd encourage parents actually to even watch these very podcasts and maybe have discussions around the dinner table afterwards. Yeah. but are there other practical ways that some things that you maybe you do with your own kids that parents can implement? Yeah. So I kind of try to seize every opportunity. I take that scripture verse, Deuteronomy chapter six, six through seven, real seriously. And it says, and these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way and when you lie down, and when you rise. Mm. So kind of what it looks like in my family is 
every time that the kids are maybe doing a project for school or they're watching something and 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 I see something that doesn't line up quite right with a biblical worldview, mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, you know, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Ask them first, what do you think about what you're learning? What do you think God's word says about that? And then go into more detail. So for instance, if we're talking about rock layers or fossilization, you know, we'll talk about Noah's flood and then we'll talk about how kind of rapid that happened and you know it was here and gone and what do we see when we look outside and there's a torrential downpour and we see our driveway mm, washing away yeah. well we see something similar but then maybe what you're reading is saying that it took slow and gradual processes for that to happen does that make sense to you you know hopefully they'll say well no it makes more sense from yeah. a flood perspective so we just kind of seize those opportunities it's a really good opportunity Um, When you go to a museum or a Mm. zoo, because evolutionary explanations are everywhere, and Mm -hmm. we don't we don't want to mock or make fun of, but we want to say, look, let's be critical thinkers. Mm -hmm. Here's what the Bible says. Here's what they're saying. What do we think about that? And Mm. that gives them the opportunity to ask my wife and I questions, and we can we can answer them. So that's kind of how we do it. And then Mm. we we build in family worship's a big part. You know, make sure your kids are in the Word. And don't skip over hard parts of Scripture. Mm. And Genesis can sometimes be seen as a hard part of Scripture to yeah. people that don't have a creation foundation. I like that. And and part of what you said, too, seems to be that you're you're intentionally exposing your children to these challenges from other worldviews, sure. things that you might encounter in movies or at the zoo and sure. what have you. Yeah, you don't want to, like, shield them from evolutionary yeah. thought because it's part of our culture. Right. I mean, it's all it's all over the place. I guess you don't want to make a little Christian robot kid that mm-hmm. doesn't know anything about, <laughs> you know, evolution. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not about shielding them. No. It's about exposing them, actually. But then teaching them how to challenge, how to think critically yeah. and exposing them to the arguments from the other side, the, the materials that CMI supplies yeah. that can help to solidify that that worldview For sure. in your in your kids. For instance, I, I wanted to make sure that I was doing a good job before I came on the podcast. So last <laughs> night, uh, my eight-year-old son... Uh, I asked him after we got done doing family worship, I said, so do you believe that God created, you know, the heavens and the earth and everything we see? And he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, do you think evolution is right or wrong? And he said, well, what kind of evolution are you talking about? Mm. He goes, because I've seen commercials that say, you know, a computer, here's a new, the latest model of computer, and it's evolved to this new uh, hard drive or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he said, in marketing, you know, that's used for an eight-year-old. In marketing, that's used to show change but if you're talking about cats turning into dogs then no mm. doubt it doesn't work so that's that, that's that, a really important point to make yeah as well just that the word evolution itself is a slippery term it can have more than one meaning so on the one hand it might just mean any any type of change that we observe right. that creationists believe in but on the other hand it means microbes being transformed into men over right. millions of years right something that's contrary to genesis and again talking about that filtration that kids are dealing with the term evolution is thrown around all the time. Yeah. So it's that's just a good practical thing to do is teach your kids what the terminology means mm-hmm. so we can talk have a have a good discussion about that. Yeah. I think they can handle a lot more than we sometimes might expect as well. I had a, a an encounter recently with my nephew actually 7 years old and he he said that at school he was learning about biomimetics. Mm. <laughs> his his parents didn't even know what that meant. It's yeah. basically Finding designs in nature, things that God created, and then applying that to human engineering right. to solve problems and right. things like that. Um, learning from the master designer, if yeah. you will. So it was yeah. a great opportunity to 
talk with him about how that's evidence for a creator. Yeah, and that's a perfect launching point for a discussion with your kids about God the creator. Mm. You know, look around at these things and and look, engineers are copying the design because it's it's a good design. Mm. So yeah, those are the kind of things that that we do, you know, like I said, seizing all those opportunities, uh, being involved in your kids. So a lot of parents might think, well, it's the church's, you know, job to go ahead and teach the Christian faith to our kids. And yeah, we need reading and preaching of the word and and that's good for your kids to hear, but it's parents that are with the kids 24-7, mm-hmm. and uh, we need to be super proactive. They have the greatest impact. And, and be knowledgeable, and, and it's exciting to have those kind of conversations with your kids about yeah. God. It, it does change. You know, the, the mm-hmm. younger the kids are, the more open they are, and then you'll go through stages. I have kids that range from uh, 8 to 17, mm-hmm. so they'll go through some, some, some changes where they're more interested in friends than they are with hearing dad talk about, yeah. <laughs> you know, Noah's flood, but, uh-huh. but keep, keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. So keep on injecting those truths into their lives. And it's amazing to see when your high schoolers are full on creationists mm-hmm. and they don't even know it, mm-hmm. you know, because they've heard this and it makes sense. You've turned them into critical thinkers. Yeah. And it makes sense. Well, that's good. That uh, reminds me of that, that proverb, of course, that says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart yeah, from it. Yeah, Proverbs 22, 6. Mm, yeah. Now, of course, the, the main purpose of these podcasts is not to just share resources with people, but, but this is a topic on which parents need to be equipped in particular. They do. And so I'd recommend to um, parents or youth leaders who are listening, um, some of our books and, and materials, like Creation Magazine has... Uh, four-page children's section in each issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Creation Answers book is one that we'll link to in the show notes below. That's, that's par- perfect Parents for, need it too. I mean, yeah. that's kind of like our go-to book for, for everything, you know, because it has an answer pretty much for anything that the kids are going to ask mm-hmm. you. And then uh, maybe one for teens as well. If you've got older uh, students, we recently produced a, a booklet, actually, the, the Creation Survival Guide. So mm-hmm. that's a great one to go it to. Is. A short read, but it's got lots of practical tips for how if you're being taught evolution in school, you know, some do's and don'ts yep. uh, that you can do. Get them prepared and, before uh, they go away to college. Yeah. Um, and one thing, I've got a friend, too, that um, has started to use our Genesis Academy series, mm. the DVD series, and he's doing uh, weekly classes teaching homeschoolers with mm. that course. So that's another course that maybe a church could use at their, uh, for their youth group. Yeah. Genesis Academy would work real well. Well, very good, Aaron. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in. If you're not aware, we've got a lot of social media sites as well. You might want to check out our Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. And be sure to like this video. Thanks for listening.